Typically, graduating classes on the wall were filled with men. And as the years progressed, more and more women were enrolled in pharmacy school and graduated in pharmacy school. And now we're graduating numbers that are over 60% female. But we haven't really recognized women in pharmacy. And I believe we need to. And so this day we started it as the pharmacist funds group. We really wanted to support all women and show that women need to be recognized for all that they've done and all that they've overcome and the barriers that they've went through in this career and in this profession. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Martin. I am a practicing pharmacist, nutrition consultant, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. Each episode on the podcast, I will dispense to you an innovator and expert in the world of healthcare so they can share their story, their struggles, and best practice tips to empower you to nail your nutrition, master your mindset, fit in fitness, and take your level of impact to the next level with simple solutions for how to live with passion and purpose. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Now let's discuss how to dispense your full potential. There are so many jobs, so many opportunities, and so many hats that we wear in order to be the best version of ourselves. Be it pharmacist, pharmacy student, entrepreneur, the list is endless. But the most important, impactful, and really most honorable job that anyone could be is a mom. We all had one, and some of us are truly blessed to have been raised by one who truly nurtured us with love, support, and an unwavering sense of confidence that we can do anything we set our minds to. For many, this was where greatness started, from the inspirational love of a mother that is so powerful it cannot be matched. That is why I feel so honored to bring to you all the founder and leader of Pharmacist Moms, Dr. Susie Solomon, who earned her PharmD from the University of Illinois at Chicago in 2004. She then completed a residency in primary care with an emphasis on education at Midwestern University's Chicago College of Pharmacy and a teaching fellowship at the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Medicine. Susie worked as a clinical pharmacist, a medical science liaison, and national field team educator prior to becoming an assistant dean of academic affairs at the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Pharmacy. She most recently was an associate dean at Toro College of Pharmacy, New York, and an independent pharmacy owner. Susie has 75 publications and has presented at numerous national meetings. She is a Rufus A. Lyman Award recipient, which is granted for the best manuscript published in the American Journal of Pharmacy Education. Susie has served as a medical expert on a number of pharmacy issues and has been a reviewer for the Annals of Pharmacotherapy and Currents in Pharmacy Teaching and Learning. She has been quoted in Crane, Chicago Business Magazine, and Time Out Chicago. Currently, she is the Chief Academic Officer for the Accreditation Council for Medical Affairs, ACMA. Her areas of interest are assessment and development of medical affairs professionals. Susie loves spending time with her husband and children, cooking, baking, and eating. She recently started working out and is addicted to the bar. For years, she struggled between the work-life balance and the support from the Pharmacist Moms Group has really helped her tremendously, ultimately finding that balance is something she works on each and every day. She tries to live by one of her favorite quotes by Rumi, live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. 
Susie, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. It is such a pleasure to have such a passionate mom, not only for her own children, but to help support other moms across our entire profession. Guys, Susie and I spoke prior to the show, and I just wanted to share why this episode in particular is so important to me and why I'm genuinely so excited for this episode. My mom was the whole reason I decided to be a pharmacist. Her whole health journey through battling cancer and seeing the impact the pharmacist had on not just her but our entire family was the initial spark of inspiration and guiding light that led me to this awesome profession. Experiencing firsthand the value of relationships and the level of trust that comes between pharmacist and patient really struck me, and that was what brought me to invite Susie onto the podcast. So that fact that I was fortunate enough to meet you, Susie, seeing someone so passionate about not just being a mom, but working to empower other moms in our profession to really find that balance to live their full potential, not only as pharmacists, but filling that huge responsibility and honor of being a mom. So with all that being said, Susie, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm honored to be a guest on your show as well. So with all of those amazing accolades I just listed, it comes to beg a question, Susie. How do you do it? Like, really, how do you do it? That's the biggest question I think everyone listening really wants to know. You're not only a pharmacist and a mom, which are tremendous accomplishments by themselves, but you have so much experience in so many different key areas in the profession. And you're clearly passionate about your family. I'm sure that's a question you get quite often. And the one I really want to start this podcast off with is that with all you do, both personally and professionally, how have you found to best create and manage that work-life balance? So I think it starts out with my love for the profession of pharmacy. I, I love pharmacy. I love being a pharmacist. I think it's an amazing profession. It's an amazing career. I'm at any point in time. I think when I graduated 15 years ago, it was extremely easy to get a job and everyone wanted to be a pharmacist and jump on the bandwagon. But I think it's still as important and as passionate now while, you know, while the job market has changed and it's more difficult. So I think really my love for pharmacy, my love for the profession has helped me and enabled me to obtain different roles and wear different hats in pharmacy to really understand all of the different areas and what you can do. And I think just watching a lot of my mentors who were moms and who had to battle a lot more uh, being uh, in a field where it was predominantly dominated by men and working men, I watched them and they were able to raise their families and their children grew up, went to college. So that also really inspired me to have a good work-life balance. Although I will say that I've always struggled with it since I started having children and things like that. Well, that's really refreshing to hear that there are pharmacists who not only love the profession, but want to give back and help others to find that passion as well. That's something personally I resonate with and have been on a journey with since I was a pharmacy student. It's funny though, you have to agree that through that passion and genuine persistence to really make a difference, you end up attracting others in the profession within different niches who have that drive to really dispense their full potential. I mean, just look at the community of pharmacist moms you've built, and it's led both of us to come together through time and the wonderful world of social media. That's why when we first connected way back, I got so excited. I was like, wow, you mean there's another pharmacy geek out there who's into this stuff as much as I am? This is really exciting stuff. Exactly. It's like super exciting. You're like, wow, you really love pharmacy too. <laughs> yes. I mean, we hear so much about burnout. 
I hate this, I can't stand that. And to meet someone who's really into their life's work, who has created something to really empower others, that's truly built on a platform of service to really help everyone in the profession come together for a greater cause is really inspiring. And I just want to take a moment and really acknowledge you for that, Susie. What you have created is something that has impacted a lot of lives in our profession. And even though I am not a mom, I am someone who has been influenced to a very high degree by a mom. So I very much appreciate what you do to help those who are moms find that deeper voice to serve. And so for that, major props to you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks so much. No, it's been it's been exciting and also just having to hear stories that everyone deals with in different areas that they practice in within the pharmacist moms group, we get to talk and hear about different stories and things like that. So it really does help. Absolutely. So I think you brought up an important point regarding career options in the profession, as many tend to think that when it comes to being a pharmacist, there's really, you know, two options for a job, the standard practice of, you know, if you're an outsider looking in, you can either do hospital or retail. And a lot of people feel that retail is not for them, feeling burnt out or through working discover that retail really wasn't what they initially thought it was. So then they just feel limited to that one alternative and sometimes end up feeling like just pharmacy as an overall profession isn't for them anymore. And as you and I both know, that's not the case. And you can really create whatever you desire based on your passion as it serves others. 100%. I mean, that happened to me when I was working in pharma. I was an MSL and then we had to work on teams with physicians and PhDs and I was a pharmacist. And so then I came up with a position. I proposed it to my manager at the time and I became a national education manager with with this new role. And even in my current role as the chief academic officer at ACMA, I'm the only PharmD in the office. And so my role wasn't even there 10 years ago. So it's kind of like you can find these roles and you can find something that you're passionate about. And once you find that passion, it's, you know, it's no longer work. It can be whatever you're interested in. Absolutely. And I think another option is that if it doesn't exist, you can create it. When you started, Susie, there was no pharmacist mom's niche, but then you decided, Hey, I need to make this because this is something that's important to me. And not long after that decision, you started finding more and more moms who wanted to work and make this a priority. Definitely. I think so. The group kind of started with myself and then I invited about 50 friends that I knew either through pharmacy school, residency that I worked with. And then it just grew overnight. And, you know, we're over 15,000 moms in about a year and a couple months. So it's been amazing. And because we all are able to share similar stories to help one another, to really offer support to each other when needed. That's just fantastic. Over 15,000 members. And that's mainly through a Facebook group? Yes, all through Facebook, all through word of mouth. We don't really do any advertising or anything. So it's been an amazing journey so far. So that's a real testament for what can be built when you put your pure passion into practice. And that's actually one of the questions uh, I get asked a lot is that if you're in retail and you don't like it or you don't go into retail at all, I think you, Susie, are the perfect person to ask this next question because you've worn so many hats in our profession. So if someone is in that situation where they're looking for an alternative or ways to get started in a different area of pharmacy, what would you recommend as best practices or good first steps to find the niche in pharmacy that they really are passionate about? 
I think it really begins with first educating yourself on all the different areas that you potentially could go into, whether it's pharmacogenomics or pharmaceutical industry. Even within the pharmaceutical industry, there are a lot of options just under pharma that you could select or if it's in a hospital or if it's just an administrative position. There are many options. So I think it's really first about finding what might be of interest to you and whether it's taking a certificate course to help or or not, I mean, really just figuring out what area, or if it's not even pharmacy, maybe, maybe you work your current role and maybe it's something else that's not related to pharmacy, but maybe it's where you're helping others and you're really passionate about that in a different way. So I think it's really about finding what interests you and, and what works. And I think talking to others and relationships are critical. An example is one of my neighbors, she was a, a gynecologist and she said, I really wish I could have a PharmD in my in my clinic once a week. If, do you know anyone? Do you think that can even happen? And I'm out on the East Coast and I was taken aback because I wasn't expecting her to just be so open to having a PharmD come work in her clinic once a week and, you know, and just talking to someone and I helped someone get a job there. So I think it's really just talking and forming relationships with others and putting yourself out there. Absolutely. And interprofessional collaboration has really been a huge focus, not just in pharmacy, but in healthcare overall. Pharmacists are amazing assets to the healthcare team, but when we all work together and really strive to help each other, we all have the same overall goal at the end of the day. It's helping the patients we serve to get healthier and really focusing on that patient care interaction. So when we're all working on the same goal together, moving in the same direction as a team, we can help our patient get there faster with more efficiency. I don't have time to work out. Eating healthy is not possible as a pharmacist. There's so many things to juggle. I just feel so stressed out. I can barely even keep it together. Guys, if this is you, I totally understand. I have been practicing pharmacist full-time for over seven years. I've been through the hurdles, living through the trenches, and through my time with that, have developed simple solutions to help empower you to not only fit in fitness, but nail your nutrition and master your mindset, empowering you to lead by example through living a healthy lifestyle. I put all these solutions in an easy-to-read, applicable, and simple guide for you to read in my new book, RxU, The Pharmacist's Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. If you haven't gotten your copy, check the show notes for a link so that you can get yours today and get started to dispense your full potential. I think the points that you brought up are really phenomenal, Susie. Starting first with just taking an assessment of what I'm passionate about and then getting that awareness with that clarity of passion and then going forward in that self-education process. So checking in with yourself and taking stock. What do I love? What is available? And then getting education on how can I best get there? How can I connect those two dots? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think basically you can kind of then take the steps to trying to find something that you feel passionate about and bringing pharmacy. You know, we all went to pharmacy school for a reason. So it's kind of like finding that reason again and going back to that. Reconnect with your why. Yeah. There's a really great quote I like that says, follow your dreams. They know the way. Yes. When people start to feel lost and speak a desire for really wanting to know their purpose and wanting to go full force with something, but they aren't quite sure of what that something is. Uh, So that's the question I always come back to is I ask them, why did you start in the first place? Why pharmacy school? Why not law school or med school or something else? Why this? A lot of times we can get so caught up 
and all the flashy opportunities that it kind of spreads us thin to the point where our actions seem to have less impact because we are trying to go after so many new things at one time and it only serves to lead us away from our original purpose. So answering this question will really help to bring clarity and clarity creates power. And once you have your power, you can really go in the direction of what you wanted in the first place, which is living your dream. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of dreams and passions, being a pharmacist and a mom is a huge passion and driving force for you. And this is just perfect timing because there's a super special day coming up this month of October, Women Pharmacist Day, which is on the 12th of October. So I wanted to have you share with us what that day means to you, what it means to pharmacist moms, the profession, and really the global community of healthcare overall. Sure. This is very near and dear to my heart. So Women Pharmacist Day, as you said, the first day, the inaugural day will be this October 12th. And the reason why October 12th was selected was because October is the National Pharmacist Month, but it's also the 12th. Uh, goes back to Elizabeth Gooking Greenleaf, who was the first recognized pharmacist who was a female in the United States. And she had 12 children. So we, we selected the 12th in honor of her. And I think this day is long overdue. You know, I remember looking at the college that I went to and seeing all the photographs and typically graduating classes on the wall were filled with men. And as the years progressed, more and more women were enrolled in pharmacy school and graduated in pharmacy school. And now we're graduating numbers that are over 60% female, but we haven't really recognized women in pharmacy. And I believe we need to. And so this day we started it as um, the pharmacist moms group. We really wanted to support all women and show that women need to be recognized for all that they've done and all that they've overcome and the barriers that they've went through in, in this career and in this profession. So. I would like to invite everyone to celebrate. We have a website up. We have selfie cards. I know that you actually took one of the selfies and have posted it. And we also have ambassadors. We also have influencer statements from um, organizations, from colleges and schools of pharmacy. So it's a very, very big day. We also selling t-shirts and we have sold t-shirts all across the country for everyone to support Women Pharmacists Day and to really support women that day. We have pharmacies who bought them for their entire staff and are planning to wear them that day in honor of women pharmacists. So this is really a huge movement, and it's not just local, but really kind of global. Exactly, yeah. It expands far greater than what we can see, and it's something I know that you have been putting a ton of effort into that I've seen personally, and even though I've seen some of the workings of that, I've probably only seen maybe 1% or 2% of the total work put in behind the scenes to making this day the resounding success I know it will turn out to be without question. So looking at our last point we discussed of how to best connect with taking stock and building that awareness to connect with what's most important to you, and that's exactly what you are doing here, Susie, as an example in helping others get to spread that word or awareness of Women Pharmacist Day. Through this whole movement and what you're doing to bring everyone together, And not just women, but men too, like myself, for example. You can be a part of it. You don't have to be a mom. You don't have to be a woman. All you really need to do is support the cause of this movement. Exactly. So with that being said, how can people best support this? And what are some things that you can share with us that you are doing to spread the word across the profession and the community? So those are great questions. So for this year, it's really about just getting the word out there and 
We actually have a Facebook profile. You can actually change it and add, you know, women pharmacists stay on it. So that was created just in your social media. Again, if you go to the website for Women Pharmacists Day, which is, you can find the selfie cards, taking a selfie. You can post them on Twitter, on Instagram, getting the word really out there to not just pharmacists, but to everyone to recognize where women are and what, and what we do for the profession and what we've done. So those are really the, the main ways. We do have a steering committee and we also have an student ambassador from a lot of the colleges and schools of pharmacy who are doing their own programs at their schools. So we're trying to get this all over. So really just trying to help, if you can, spread the word, get involved, wear your shirt, take a selfie. All, all of those things will really help to support and honor women pharmacists. Check, 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 check. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a huge supporter of what you do. The reason behind it, it all being focused on coming together for the bigger mission, because we can do a lot as individuals, but we can do so much more as a community. And what you have created is truly phenomenal, not just for moms, but for the profession of pharmacy overall. So I really have tremendous respect for everything that you have done and continue to do for moms, pharmacists, and really all of healthcare. So thank you, Susie. Thank you so much. That's really kind of you to say. And I'm, you know, I have a lot of respect for everything you've done too. So I'm honored to be on your show as well. So thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. So with your mission, with Women Pharmacists Day, you had mentioned social media and helping to keep the momentum of this movement going strong, getting involved. Yes. So in regards to that, where can people best connect with you as far as social media outlets? And where is the best place to find more information on Women Pharmacists Day and your movement with Pharmacist Moms? Sure. So all of the information can be found on the website, www.pharmacistmomsgroup.com. And if you click right on the front page, we have a Women Pharmacist Day banner. You just click on it. It'll take you to all the information. You can also find it on Instagram, which is Susie at Pharmacist Moms, or our Facebook group for Pharmacist Moms, or our Facebook page, or any other site as well. So our Twitter feed as well. So any of those, you'd be able to find it. Guys, all of those links that Susie just mentioned will be listed in the show notes so that you can easily connect with her straight away. But for now, I'm sure she's got a ton of work to ensure this is the resounding success I know it will be. Susie, thank you so much for being on the show, for sharing your insight and passion, and helping others to reconnect with what drove them into pharmacy in the first place. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you. All right, Fit Farm fam. Until next time, I am out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time is invaluable, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing it here. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button so you get a fresh new podcast episode every single week. Also, please leave a rating and review for the show. I sincerely hope that you got at least one golden nugget of knowledge from this episode. If you did, please share this with one person who you can help dispense their full potential. That is how this community will grow organically. I don't ask for anything in return, so thank you for your action of support. This is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Be great and dispense your full potential. 